from the very earliest centuries of the Christian church. It shaped its liturgical celebrations around the Paschal Mystery, or on the Paschal Mystery. And around the times and spiritual subjects of various seasons, seasons in nature, as well as feasts in the life of the Christians. And mark significant events in the life of the whole church and in the larger global community that inhabits God's creation. And so we have a certain familiarity with liturgical seasons like Advent and Lent, and with solemnities, feasts like Christmas and Easter. And with the weeks that follow Easter, we'll call Easter time. And with the rather intriguing number of weeks we call ordinary time. So today is the 23rd Sunday of ordinary time. Now how these Sundays are numbered and where they fall in the larger calendar and how we got to have them at all is the subject of a short course in the liturgical year, which we will not deal with today. But over the centuries, as these liturgical seasons evolved, they took on various meanings, they became associated with a range of scripture texts, they all have their own sort of musical repertoire, and they shape the homilies and reflections, the prayers, the spiritual practices and devotions of the people of God. The church hasn't initiated a new liturgical season for many centuries. Then, five years ago, Pope Francis announced that the month of September, which is still kind of tucked into ordinary time, would now be called the season of creation. And he has indicated that it is indeed a liturgical season. And as I noted at the beginning, it spans that time from September 1st, the day of prayer for care of the earth, until the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi, so appropriate, that falls on October the 4th. At this time of year, we are especially conscious of the earth. There's the changing of the summer weather to fall, um, and appropriately it happened, it seems like, today. <laughs> At least in the northern hemisphere. While the folks in the southern hemisphere are moving from winter to spring. In both cases, the earth, as well as its peoples, are changing its clothing and its practices. Mother Earth is either preparing to celebrate the harvest or preparing to receive the seeds of a new planting. A remarkable cycle of life that surrounds us. And so the Vatican Dicastery, which is a new name for what we used to call the Congregation of this or that 
or the secretariat for this or the secretariat for that. So now it's called the Dicastery, an organization under Pope Francis established this promoting integral human development. The Dicastery for Promoting Integral Human Development has allowed for, this, for newly written prayers for the Sunday liturgies in this season of creation, and we will use them today. Particular scripture readings haven't been determined yet, and so the scripture readings will fall from the ordinary Sundays during this month of September. And so on this fifth anniversary of Francis' remarkable document, Laudato Si, we are called to a new appreciation of the earth in all its beauties and a new awareness of the critical and fragile issues that endanger the earth's balance and its future. One of Pope Francis's central beliefs at the heart of all his writing and speaking about care of the earth is that we are responsible for each other. Today, the prophet Ezekiel makes this very clear. He calls the people of God to watch out for the whole house of Israel, telling them that they are all responsible for everyone. And he calls them to what Pope Francis calls a prophetic responsibility. It's nothing less than to be focused on God's call to conversion, a conversion that's at the very heart of our obligation to change our ways, to be better stewards of the earth and its resources, and to be servants for and toward each other. And so Paul will write to the Romans today and reminds them and reminds us that the love of God and the love of neighbor are all one and the same. To love God is to love the creation of God. And to love one's neighbor is to care for the earth and the air and the water and the land on which every neighbor depends, especially those who do not have the resources such as clean water and sufficient food from the land itself. In his time, Jesus, of course, is very aware that many will not listen to that call to conversion to his word, as he indicates in today's gospel, or they will not be open to living in this way of harmony. And so others will need to gently call them to that conversion. And so today, in this season of creation, the issue of care for the environment is, we know, a contentious topic of politics and discussion. Many do not hear the prophetic call of urgency to care for the earth, failing to make the connection between respect for each other, for the future, for the cry of the earth, and the cry of the poor. This, I think, is what is meant 
by integral human development. At the end of today's Gospel text, Jesus promises to be with us, to be in our midst. We are called, it seems to me, to see his presence in the signs and the wonders of God's creation. It is not only our home, it is the very dwelling of the risen Christ. We can then be prophets, prophets of this time, prophets for the earth and its future. May our season of creation be abundantly blessed and may our ecological, spiritual journey be illuminated more fully by the grace of God's loving presence.